I got treats for you. They're almost gone, though. So you're going to have to go to the store and get more, okay? With your money that you earn from having a job. Oh, wait. You don't have a job. Here you go. You just live here rent-free. Great. Love it. It's uh, it's episode 20. Dude, we've made it 20 episodes. We've done 20 episodes. That's, that's insane. So I think I'm going to do like 24 episodes as like a season, right? Because, you know, I come from TV. That's just how my brain works. Let's do a season. Let's just not do it indefinitely forever. Let's, let's package it in a nice little present. Let's wrap it up and be like these first 24 episodes. That's season one. You know, if that show 24 can do it, so can I. 24 seems like a really good number. It's actually my favorite number. Um, it's just a good one, you know. What's up? Kevin's here. Uh, big shout out to, um, to the people at Liquid Death. They, they, guys, I'm on the radar. I'm on a radar. The radar's there. I'm on their radar. They, they saw that I've been drinking Liquid Death on the show. <laughs> now I talk about them constantly. And guess what? They sent me some stuff. It was really sweet of them. They sent me a bunch of Liquid Death. So thanks, Anthony. Uh, thanks, you guys. Really appreciate it. Um, big fan of Liquid Death, Bury It Alive. Do you guys know the story behind uh, Liquid Death? Can you not just stare at me, Kevin? You get up here, or just or don't, but don't just stare at me. Um, okay, wait, please hold. Okay, back. Okay, but do you guys know the story behind Liquid Death? I'm gonna absolutely butcher this because I just found out the story behind it. What is this? Oh, that's my shirt. Um, so I just found out the story behind Liquid Death, right? It was uh, a festival. I want to say it was like, oh, see, I already don't know. <laughs> I already don't know. Don't you love when you start telling a story and you're all confident? Like, I'm going to learn you a thing or two. And then you start talking. You're like, I actually don't know any of the key details. So let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see how much I know. Basically, there was like a festival. I want to say it's like Wango Tango, like some kind of outdoor festival uh, that was like sponsored by Monster. And uh, it was hot as crap. It was hot. Super, super hot. People, kids were dying, right? I mean, not actually dying. They're just, you know, super hot. And uh, so they had access to all of these monster cans. um, And and because they wanted to look cool, they were filling up their monster cans full of water so that they could walk around and be like, I'm totally drinking an energy drink. But their friends had no idea that they were being responsible and staying hydrated. Pulling into hydration station. Ding-a-ling-a-ling, here we are. Staying healthy, drinking water. Pulling into hydration station. Toot, toot. There they were. But the, you can't have your friends know that. You can't have your friends knowing that you're pulling into hydration station. Uh, you can't let your friends know that you're toot, 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 tooting and staying responsible. You know, you just can't do that. Especially when you're at a music festival where being cool is the only thing that really matters. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, Liquid Death, the guys behind Liquid Death were like, we have a great idea. Let's make water cool. And so then they, um, you know, made these cans and bury it alive. And, um, you know, they got Armless Palmer now. They got the tea. Anyway, I'm not like, <laughs> this isn't a commercial. I just genuinely really like the product. And I think that it's, uh, that's a really cool story. Um, but anyway, welcome to episode 20. Guys, this is so cool that we've done um, 20 episodes. Big, huge, massive announcement Hey, hey, folks at home listening, do you like Halloween? Woo! Oh, I should put some like spooky music like behind the song. Woo! 
Hey, do you like Halloween? But do you struggle with getting into the Halloween spirit every year? For unknown reasons, perhaps you're dead inside after so many years of adulting and being responsible. Are you having a tough time? Staying in the Halloween spirit? Well, I've got um, I've got the perfect solution for you. So my band's album, uh, my band is Von Bolt. Our album is Hallowed Be My Name. It just came out and it's super spooky and awesome. And uh, it will definitely put you in the October spirit, you know? Like you're gonna listen to it. We got songs about ghosts. We got creepy stuff going on. Um, one thing I like to do with my voice in a couple of the songs is uh, mimic those super annoying Halloween decorations that are like, <laughs> like I do that with my voice. I'm on stage being a decoration. And sometimes I bring donuts to rehearsal. So those are the kind of the two biggest things I, uh, I bring to the band. That's why they keep me around. My Halloween decoration sounds, sound effects, and my donuts. That's why they like me. I have notes today. Let me grab my super loud computer. Okay. Um... Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm already on. I'm already on track. First note was album. Our album is out. Um, look, you're already on Spotify. Listening to this, most of you are on Spotify. If you're on YouTube, then jump on over to Spotify or Apple iTunes or whatever. Wherever you listen to music, our album should be there. It's called Hello Be My Name. Lots of spooky songs. It's uh, it's not even like I always say it's a metal band, but we're actually just more like horror rock and roll, right? We're like upbeat. We're fun. Um, and like all the bands, all the band members are crazy talented, especially me with my donuts, the way that I bring donuts to rehearsal. That's, that's me being really talented. So good for me having that donut talent. Um, we played, uh, our first show since the album release at Vamped recently. And a super funny thing happened where, uh, you know, I, I just realized that when I'm on stage, I can't stay in one place anymore. Right. I got to skip around like Mark Hoppus. I got to run around like I'm in Guns N' Roses. I just got to go. I can't be in one spot too long. I got to go. Oh, I'm over here. Oh, am I here for too long? I got to go. I got to run over here. I got to jump up. I got to do like some kind of kick. I gotta... At Vamp, they have these cool little platforms where when you jump up on them, they light up. And then, you know, it's like, beam me up, Scotty. But you're just um, on stage at a rock concert. Um, but anyway, I was up on the drum riser. And Carlos, our drummer, was like, you know, and then they get <laughs> worst drum sound effects of all time. See, they keep me for my Halloween decoration sound effects, not my drum sound. Everybody knows that's what drums sound like, right? <laughs> so he gets done doing his big thing and he's about to go, you know how they do at the end of every song. And I'm up there and he's like, Lisa, jump. So I can like jump at the same time that he does the goosh. And I turn around and at the same time that I jump off the platform, our guitarist Darren steps toward me right where I'm going to jump. So I jump off the stage and I immediately, my face immediately switches from like hardcore rocker to like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> and I scream really loud. I'm like, ah! And my face is um, definitely not cooler metal or hardcore at all. It's just... Um, you know, I revert back to <laughs> someone who just doesn't want to hurt anyone, right? I'm up there singing about uh, death and murder, but my true colors are, I just don't want anyone to get hurt. I just want everyone to have a good time and not get any boo-boos. I didn't want to give Darren a boo-boo, so I screamed. <laughs> and he was fine, and we laughed, and he was great. Um, and I have the video clip, and I'll show that. What's up, girl? Girl Kevin's here, my little seagull who hangs out with me. Here, you can come up here. You want to you chill? You want to chill with me? 
Kevin just sprinted out of here like he had to poop or something. He just ran so fast. Um, okay, I've been really excited for this episode <laughs> because I have a great story. And by great, I mean horrible. I mean, just such a horrible story. Girl, Kevin, just what are you doing? Get up here or don't. Very distracting. It's very disrespectful when I'm in my element. I'm trying to do my art. My podcast is my art. Either come, are you coming up here? Are you coming up here? What are you doing? Okay, you're coming up here. Good. Just don't like um, squawk into the microphone like you like to do. Okay. No. No seagulling. Okay. So, um, the so I published uh, the episode last week, episode 19, all about uh, um, me not knowing who the edge was. I actually really enjoyed that episode. That was a lot of fun for me. Um, and I woke up the next morning. And this story had taken place and I was like, I cannot wait. I can't believe I have to wait so many days before I record my podcast again to tell this story. So I'm, uh, I'm sleeping. It's the middle of the night. It's dark. It's pitch black in my house. I can't see anything because that's, that's what happens at nighttime. When you go to sleep, everything's dark and you can't see anything. Um, so I'm dead asleep and I feel I feel something in my hair. I feel something in my hair. So I kind of wake up and I'm like, <laughs> I paw it and paw it away. Um, and then a couple seconds later, I wake up again, feeling something in my hair, up in my bangs. Just a little tickle, just a little tickle. And I kind of swatted away, right? Thinking it's probably Kevin, one of the Kevins. They like to snuggle. Sometimes their tail just like whips me in the face as I'm sleeping. Love that. Really love getting whipped in the face while trying to sleep. Um, everybody should get cats. That's, um, uh, am I selling it? Am I selling it? Can you not put your mouth on my microphone? Thank you. Um, don't get cats. Uh, so anyway, a um, couple seconds later, I wake up because I feel something on my face. I feel something on my face. So what do I do? I wake up abruptly and I slap myself as hard as I can <laughs> on my face. I slap myself in the face as hard as I can. It's just like, it was like a knee jerk reaction, right? I wake up, I feel something on my face, bam. I slap myself actually just now demonstrating. I did actually kind of slap myself in the face. Is my face red? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean, I'm a little tired guys. I didn't mean to uh, just slap myself in the face just now. Uh, but yeah, I slapped myself as if I was in a, you know, a 1920s black and white film. And uh, I just called myself like a, you know, a cheeky dame or something, <laughs> just slap, just an epic slap. And I got to tell you, when I slapped my face, when I slapped my cheek, I felt something. I felt something on my hand when I slapped myself in the face. So there was something there, right? And I, I, I freak out and I'm like, ah, and I, I wipe my hand on the side of my bed because I'm like, that was probably some kind of bug, right? It was probably like a little moth or like a little ant or something that was on my face or it was nothing. Maybe it was Kevin's tail. Maybe it was a, one of my hairs that like, has, you know, just tickling my cheek, whatever it was. I wipe it on the corner of my bed and I'm kind of looking around, but again, it's dark because that's what happens when you sleep. It's dark. I don't see anything. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just go back to sleep. So let me tell you, I woke up, <laughs> I woke up the next morning and I looked at this, the little corner of my bed where I wiped my hand off and I didn't see anything. So I'm like, maybe it was all in my head. Uh, it's all in my head, but she's touching his chest now. Uh, I was totally up in my head um, until I looked over the side of the bed. And what was on the floor next to my bed? It was a dead cockroach. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Oh my gosh, this thing. Oh, I'm not saying it was a huge cockroach, but it was certainly... <laughs> it was certainly bigger than any creature I'd like to have on my face. I'd say maybe an inch, inch and a half, this guy. Oh my gosh, I just like... I gasp and I just grab my head and I just kind of pace around my room uh, for a couple seconds. Uh, I, I reacted the same way I think I would if like I found a dead body in my house. Just, oh my, what do I do? Oh, uh, should I call, what? Uh, just a lot of that. Um, so yeah, that was not fun. There was a cockroach just hanging out in my hair and on my face while I was sleeping. The nerve, the audacity of that guy, right? Um, is this revenge from when I grinded up his buddy in my garbage disposal? Maybe. I don't know. Do they talk? Are they chatting it up? They're like, that's her. That's her. Get her. Jimmy, go. Crawl up the side of the bed. And also, here's what I don't understand, okay? These cats, these a-hole cats, right? Kevin and girl Kevin, they sleep and kind of just live under my bed. So clearly, they would have seen this guy. They would have seen the cockroach. Did they eat the cockroach? Did they stop him in his tracks? Did they stop and just ask him some questions and say, hey, buddy, where are you going? Did they interfere at all? No. 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 There was no interfering. Um, they probably gave him directions. Right? Kevin was down there, sees the big cockroach. Yo, dude, what's going on? Uh, the cockroach is like, yeah, I'm going to, um, I need to go attack this lady who lives in this house because she grinded up my, uh, my uncle in her garbage disposal, and then she put it on the internet. And uh, the cockroach community is not stoked about that, so we're gonna, I need to go mess with her, and I need to go crawl around in her hair and make her slap herself. Kevin's like, do it, buddy. He, she's right up there. I'll just crawl up this wall, just hop, just hop, shimmy up the wall, just hop from the wall to the pillow, and then just kind of creep down, and you, once you see red hair, you're there. Look for the red hair, and then keep burrowing. You see red hair, start burrowing. And then just keep burrowing up until you, f you find face, and then just hang out on her face. She'll love it. It'll be great. Cockroach is like, thank you. That's how I say, hey, where's the lady with it? That's probably what he sounds like. Um, but uh, no, it was horrible, and I, I, um, I'm glad I killed him. I'm glad he's dead. And that means I must have slapped myself really hard <laughs> because cockroaches do not die easy, right? These are these creatures that like su survive apocalypses and all sorts of crazy natural disasters. Well, he couldn't survive my hand on my face. Just a good slapping from me. Couldn't survive it. Good. Rest in pieces. Um, took a picture of it. Show you the picture. <laughs> but I got to tell you, that wasn't even the worst part. That seems like that would be the worst part. Having the bug on the face, slapping it off. It wasn't the worst part. The worst part was the whole day and night after that. I just felt like my skin was crawling all day, knowing that that happened. I just kept, I just kept itching, just itching, just throughout the day, just, oh, it was like a, like a nervous tick all day, just itching, just itching, thank goodness I didn't have an audition, they would have been like, are you okay, be like, no, it's, I'm just, there's, are there cockroaches all over my face right now, um, they're like, we're, um, we'll call you, just, can you leave, um, no, and then, uh, that night, I, the, the following night, I couldn't sleep, I woke up probably eight times, just itching, just itching, and, like, flailing, I had post, I had post-traumatic, I had post-traumatic cockroach disorder, I had PC, I had PTC, so many letters. I had PTCD. <laughs> I got there. I had PTCD straight up. I had post-traumatic cockroach disorder. Um, and uh, it was not good, guys. It was not good. 
<laughs> That's the problem with living in Vegas is that the temperatures, they change drastically very quickly. You know, it's that very, that very uh, well-known joke about like uh, the temperature went from 90 to 55 like it saw a state trooper. It's such a great joke. It's just so overdone. It's not funny anymore, but it is, but it actually is funny. Um, yeah. So when the temperatures change drastically, I think all them bugs are like, we got to get inside. We got to get inside. It's starting to get too cold out here. Let's go inside. So they come in my house and they crawl on my face and they crawl on my sink and I don't appreciate it. I just don't get how these two cats could kill a baby bird and put a baby, they could kill a bird in my house and yet not a cockroach, not a cockroach. You're not going to go for that cockroach. Ain't that like fun and games for you guys? Like a little, like a little cat and mouse happening thing. It's because we feed them too much. They're not working cats. We got to stop feeding them. We got to starve them. And then they'll start eating the cockroaches in the house. And they'll be thankful. <sighs> Drink liquid death. Murder your thirst. Bury it alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys remember when Brendan was on a couple episodes ago? I was my first human co-host. And uh, in the middle of the episode, we got an alert from my, from my kid's school that there was an injury, that Chloe, my daughter, C7, there was an injury. It was an injury report. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, and we read it live on the, uh, on the podcast. And literally all that happened is she got hit in the head with a bouncy ball and she was totally fine. <laughs> but I guess when you get hit in the head at all, in any capacity at a school, they got to like alert the, the parents. Uh, but yeah, the funny thing is that she... They were like on the lower playground. Uh, Chloe was hitting, hitting the head with a ball. Somebody kicked, no, <laughs> somebody kicked, kicked the ball into Chloe's head. That was the exact phrasing. Um, and she was totally fine and she refused ice. And actually when Chloe got home later that day, she was like, I don't even remember that happening. That's like how <laughs> mild that injury was. Um, however, three days later, we got another one. I'm sitting at the uh, dining room table with uh, my friend Michael, who's been helping me with my TikTok and everything. Hi, Michael. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> we got another email that was like, Chloe injury report number two. And I'm like, oh, no, maybe this one's serious. Literally same exact thing happened. Somebody kicked the ball into Chloe's head and shoulder this time. Different kid, totally total accident during his near a kickball game. Um, <laughs> and once again, refused ice. It's just so funny that that happened again. I don't really have uh, anything more to talk about that, but I immediately screen capped it and sent it to Brendan. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, do your kids uh, have these injury report reports? Does this happen to you guys? I would like you to comment and tell me of uh, similar, similar uh, stories you have or stories of when you were in school and you got hit in the head with something or, uh, you know, did you ever get hurt at school? That's what I'm trying to get at. Guys, I'm tired. The sentences are just not, they're not working today for me. Hey, do you guys know about this Jeep cult? <laughs> Did you know that like people who drive Jeeps, it's a whole cult, man. We got a whole cult going on and it involves ducks. Do you know what I'm talking about? So we have friends. Uh, they live around the corner, Matt and Jessica, and Matt drives a Jeep. And uh, he was driving out to meet us for our, like, regular Wednesday night, like, hang. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got ducked today. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, I got, my Jeep got ducked. I got ducked. I'm like, you're, not, you're still saying words. None, it's not helping. This is not helping what you're saying. And he's like, yeah, don't you know about this? It's called, like, Jeep, like, Jeep ducking, I guess. 
Dude, it's like a whole thing. So I guess there's this trend where people who own Jeeps, they put rubber ducks on other people's Jeeps as like a sign of like, hey, cool Jeep, <laughs> here's a duck. <laughs> and I don't understand. Um, but I had so many questions. I'm like, how many times has this happened to you? Has, have you ever done it to somebody else? When did this start? What is the history of ducking? Who, who was the first ever ducker? Is this an insult? Should you be scared? Is it a compliment? What's going on with the ducks? And he's like, can you just look it up? Because I don't want to, I don't want to keep talking about it. <laughs> no, he did. He did humor me for a while. Okay. So the, here, I, I brought it up on my crappy computer. The act of placing a rubber duck on someone's Jeep called Jeep ducking or duck, duck, Jeep. I like that one. It's much cheekier. Began with one person named Allison Parliament from a small town in the Canadian province of Ontario. Of course it's Canadian. Of course of course the Canadians did this. Matt's Canadian. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Uh, you know, just uh, Canada contributing <laughs> things to the world yet again. Thanks for the ducks. She unknowingly started a movement of kindness, fellowship, and recognition. Okay, so it's a nice thing. With that first rubber duck she placed on a Jeep. Yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? Uh, okay, here we go. Allison's reason for perching a little yellow duck on a Jeep Wrangler, just like hers, was that she saw it in a parking lot and was simply... And, okay, wait, she saw in a parking lot was simply to bring herself, what is this, is it my brain today? Or is this article written weird? Allison's reasoning, reason for purchasing a yellow duck on a Jeep regular, just like hers, that she saw in a parking lot was simply to, okay, here we go, was simply to bring herself a small sense of joy after a frightening verbal and physical encounter with someone earlier that day. <gasps> oh my goodness, this is getting deep. So she had a terrible day. She had an absolutely terrible day. And she saw a Jeep in a parking lot. It was like, that's a lot like mine. I like that Jeep. Um, so she put a duck on it. Did she just have these, she just had these ducks on hand? She just randomly had some ducks and that's what she chose to put on the car. <laughs> not like a, not like a little piece of paper with a note that's just like, hey, like your car. Um, just wanted to make you feel good. <laughs> Instead, just confuse them with a duck. I'm so on board with this. Uh, two years later, that simple gesture has morphed into the Jeep ducking craze that has swept throughout Jeep enthusiast, the Jeep enthusiast community in the U.S., as well as in nearly a, a dozen other countries in the world. What are the rules of duck, duck, Jeep or Jeep ducking? Who can duck a Jeep? Is it only for Jeeps? See, this is, these are my questions. Read on to learn how to be part of the Jeep ducking. I'm not going to read on. I'm not going to read on. That's as much reading as I needed to do. Uh, does anybody out there know about this? Please comment, please. Um, <laughs> why is it only Jeeps? Why can't we start these type of movements with everything else? I actually tried to do this. When we first bought our Tesla Model S, we were super early adopters of this car. Can you not? What are you doing? Get your fingernail out of zero. Girl Kevin, you're going to snag him. Girl Kevin, come on. You're like a child. No. Can you, can you, can you, oh. It's fine, everybody. Zero's fine, everybody. For those who um, are just listening, girl Kevin got her fingernails stuck inside of my zero decoration and um, uh, nearly destroyed him. You couldn't have done that to the cockroach? Really? You're going to destroy my uh, Halloween decorations? Couldn't just stop one cockroach from burrowing, burrowing in your mom's hair? Thanks. Thanks for looking out. Uh, so anyway, back to my story. We were really early adopters of uh, the Tesla. Uh, my stomach just growled. Did you hear that? I'm sorry. We got in 2015. This was around the time where like no one knew if Tesla was going or not. Is it going? 
Is it not going? We don't know. I mean, Elon was still like uh, Tony Stark back then. People still admired him. He was, you know, our Lord and Savior, Elon Musk. Um, but, you know, not so much anymore. Um, but, or maybe, I don't know. I don't really know. I haven't kept up on it. I just see a lot of messiness from afar. And I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, dude, the car's so great. But we were one of those early adopters. And back when we got in 2015, everybody was looking at you. Everybody was looking at you. You couldn't, like, you know. Change your clothes in your car. You couldn't pick your nose. Whatever. Like, whatever you do in your car, you, you just be be aware that all eyeballs are you, on you. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Everybody's looking at you. And uh, <laughs> it was really cool to see another Tesla owner. And so I tried to start a trend where every time me, as a Tesla owner, saw another Tesla, I would make the T symbol with my two hands. Not just a normal T, not a timeout T, like we're in Saved by the Bell. The top hand's got to be curved a little bit, just like the Tesla logo. Curved, the curved T. And I'd hold it up out the window like, I've got a Tesla, you've got a Tesla. Nobody ever did it back. <laughs> I don't think anybody understand quite what I was doing, uh, but I thought that would be really fun. Nobody caught on. People just looked at me like I was insane. It's kind of like, um, you know, the motorcycle wave. Anybody who rides motorcycles, you know that like you pass somebody else and they're like, Hey, you're on a motorcycle? I'm on a motorcycle. Oh, you're I'm on a Hey, let's wave to each other. And they do the little low wave. I got to say, the first time I ever got to do that on my motorcycle, dude, I've never felt cooler um, than that exact moment. Um, uh, except um, I remember a couple seconds later, I realized my blinker was still on from like miles and miles. <laughs> That's the thing about motorcycles is that you have to manually turn on and off the blinker. It's not like a car where you turn it on and then you turn and it goes off. You turn it on, you turn. You have to manually turn it off, or at least you did on mine. <laughs> so I'd leave it on for miles and just uh, just look like a real dork. Look like a real top-notch dork. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. The whole ducking, the whole ducking craze. All right, I'm about uh, about half hour in now. Just uh, wanted to tell you guys, uh, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and watch. And my, okay, <laughs> wait, I have one more thing to say. I would don't start, don't, Lisa, hey, Lisa in editing, don't start playing the ending music yet. Just stop. Don't play it. I got one more thing to say. <laughs> I got, <laughs> okay, so stupid Brendan, right? He, is the, he was my co-host in that one episode. He has this thing where he likes to listen to every episode of Temperamental and try to take things out of context that he could probably get me canceled for. <laughs> Which is funny because this is honestly like the most benign, like innocent podcast that you'll ever listen to. I don't get political. I don't, I'm not, I don't even swear, right? Like I'm not controversial in any way. I'm talking about stupid things. My subject matter is stupid. Jeeps on ducks. No, ducks on Jeeps. <laughs> Jeeps on ducks and ducks on Jeeps. That's what I talked about for 10 minutes today. A cockroach is in my hair. And on my face and slapping myself like I'm in a 1920s old movie. And I've call, called some dame a ripe tomato. You know, full. Um, that's what I talk about. So it's really funny that he tries to pick out these little phrases. Uh, like a couple episodes ago, uh, I was talking about how I dress and how in general I dress like conservatively. Like, you know, um, and uh, <laughs> so then he was trying to say that I was on a platform talking about like, you know, I'm conservative, like whatever. And that's so not what I was doing. And then in the last episode, I was talking about being a very, very pale person with freckles and who has to wear SPF 50 every time she walks out the door. She burn sunburns in five minutes. And uh, I was saying that I love fall with the clouds and the cold because people like me with my very, very pale 
ghostly pasty uh skin tone like we feel more comfortable like we're at we're here like yes this is our time <laughs> and at the end of the episode i said something like pale people rise up or something <laughs> like i meant it so innocently <laughs> like hey you know i feel for you if you're as pasty white as i am but like hey we're we're gonna be okay i meant it like that <laughs> and brendan's like you literally said pale people rise up and i'm like that's not how i meant it so please don't take it out of context try to pay me as some kind of racist that's so not that's so not what i meant and you guys know that because you listen to every episode and you listen from beginning to end so thank you um but yeah no i i will never talk politics and stuff like that on this podcast it's important to me to just be stupid it's really important to me to have a very stupid show this is wayne's world this ain't c-span this is wayne's world and i'm gonna keep it wayne's world we got we got crazy stuff we got cats we got dogs we got dead birds we got uh, a couple seconds ago when a uh, girl kevin tried to destroy my set with her fingernails that i haven't clipped in six months realizing right now that that's my job that i need to do that um yeah sorry my bad i'll do it soon Anyway, mm, thank you for watching, listening. This episode is all over the place. I should have made better notes. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Please follow me on TikTok and Instagram. Instagram especially, I'm always on Instagram. That's like my main hub. Uh, like, and like and subscribe on YouTube. And um, please, more than anything, go listen to our album. Go listen to Hallow Be My Name by Von Bolt, our brand new spooky Halloween album. Like seriously, I'm so impressed. I know that I'm in the band and so I'm a little biased, but like I'm so impressed with these songs and this album. And uh, if you're a nerd like me, there are so many like subtle nerd references throughout the album. There's like a little Game of Thrones in there. There's like some Captain America comic references. There's some uh, Magic the Gathering and, and, Spider, and Spider Queen. So there's so many like, like through lines of nerdery um, in this album. So please go listen to it. I know that you'll love it. And if you don't, then just don't tell me. <laughs> That's the rule. If you like it, tell me. If you don't, then uh, just don't tell me. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. Hey, I'm not ready yet, guys. I know that you're on set and you're ready, but I'm actually the star of the show, not you. And I'm not ready yet.